Welcome to today's podcast. This is a podcast where we talk marketing, marketing tactics, business, technology, the challenges and opportunities we see from living in rural America. We run a small cattle ranch and a commercial forage farm as well as a marketing firm. And in doing that, we see the challenges of being a rural-based business and running a farm and marketing products. So, you know, that's what we talk about. Today, I want to talk about a word called community. It comes from the root common and unity. Community. You know, the definition is a group of people living in the same place. But a successful community is so much more than that. I mean, a, a successful community, a good community, can make you a better person, a better father, a better husband, a better wife, son, daughter. You know, it can make you a better farmer, a better business owner. It can do so much positive and good for you and the rest of the community. It is one of the, one of those things that just makes life worth living. So let's get into it. I have a love-hate relationship with marketing. Really? I've got to do what? All I want to do is farm. Welcome to the SI Farmer Podcast. If you want to market your farm, farm farm-based business, or craft food business directly to the consumer, this is the place for you. Welcome to the show. So, years ago, I lived in a major city. And I was driving home from work one day, along with about a billion other people. And I had a flat tire. Now, if any of you have ever driven a, a, a an eight-lane interstate road in heavy traffic, getting across lanes of traffic with a flat tire is not fun. But I did. I got over to the side of the road, and, you know, I was out there, I started taking things apart, and somebody had taken the tire jack and the tire iron out of the car. Now... Some would say that was me. I'm not going to admit to it. But I didn't have a jack or an iron change the tire. I sat there for over two and a half hours. Literally thousands, if not tens of thousands of people an hour are going by me. Not one stopped. I don't blame them. I mean, they all have their lives to live and their their list of priorities and their going on about their lives and and, uh, attending to their priorities as they see necessary. But about two and a half hours later, nice guy stops, called tow truck for me, came out there, changed my tire. Not a big deal. Got on the road, got home. Life is good. Now I've lived in a small community for about 15 years, a little bit over that now. Grew up coming out here in the summers, but I've lived here full-time for about 15 years. And in that time, I have had many, many, many flat tires. Uh, You know, we farm, so I've pulling trailers. Uh, I think we went one year, we counted up, it was 58 tires we we had had replaced in a year. Yeah. But... I've had many, many, many flat tires, and I don't think I have ever sat longer than 20 minutes without somebody, whether I know them or not, stop them and say, rolling the window down, saying, hey, bud, you need a hand? 
now most of the time I'm pretty well prepared. I keep jacks and tire irons and impact guns in my truck. So, you know, not a big deal. Blow a tire. I can have it off and back, be back on the road in 15, 20 minutes. Most of the time when it happens, I spend as much time talking to the guy who stopped and asked me if he could help me. I spend as much time doing that as I do changing the tire. And that's a good thing. You know, community can bring so much value to us. Now, you know, years ago, well, not even too many, a few years ago, we had a tornado come through. And, I mean, it went right down the north edge of our ranch. Man, just missed us. I mean, I think I, I've walked it off. It was like 600 feet was where the damage path stopped from our, from our line. We didn't have a fence down, nothing. But it went right down the north line of our ranch, down about a mile, and took out my neighbor and good friend's barn. Fences, livestock, everything's kind of going crazy. And my friend and neighbor was, he was on vacation. And, you know, it happened, and as soon as we knew what was going on, my son and I had jumped out as soon as we knew it went through, jumped out, and we're running around to see if we could help people, and we're putting fences up, and saw his barn, and I jumped on the phone and said, Hey, bud, your barn's gone. You probably need to get home. And by the time I got back to his barn, where it was going, you know, the barn was down, and we were back there trying to get fence put up and keep the, you know, get the cattle in and the horses in. There was a crew of people there that had just showed up and were working. I mean, the storm's barely over. And that's to say, being part of a community can bring us personally so much value. I mean, you know, guy stopped to help you on the side of the road. You stopped to help somebody else. That is community where we want to help our neighbors as much as much or more if, uh, as they want to help you. You know, and there's all different types of communities. You know, there's professional communities, there's social communities, there's spiritual communities, church groups and, and the like, and service and philanthropic communities. And they all can bring us value. I think it's also important to understand that, you know, community is one of those things that there are there are parts of communities that can be negative or toxic. And, you know, we have to sort of understand those boundaries. You know, being around toxic people is not a good thing. Having toxic people involved in your business or your farm or, you know, that it's, it's, it can be devastating. I had a, had a person worked for me years ago, just a toxic personality. I don't, honestly, I don't think he was a bad guy. I really don't. But he made everybody else around him worse. And I don't think, like I said, I don't think he was evil. I don't think he was bad, but I think he made everybody around him worse because he had one of those types of personalities. I don't know. I never knew how to understand it, but, you know, he was toxic. And it's sometimes you have to deal with those type of things. But, you know, communities are, they're important. 
They are. They help us. You know, they help us in a lot of different ways. I've, you know, I've told you the, you know, the fun stories about living in a, a small community is, you know, I've never, never stopped for a flat tire that, you know, I didn't have at least one person. Most of the time, two or three people say, hey, bud, need a hand. And, and heck, I'm the same way. Drive by somebody, got a flat tire. Hey, I'm here. What can I do? And I go back. If you listen to this podcast, you probably have heard me say this before. I have a super secret question. How can I help? That's it. You know, jump, you know, jump out of the truck. Hey, what can I do? You know, communities are, let me see if I can say this. There is a difference in my business for years. We dealt with audience. And if you think about audience versus community. So let's say you have a community of people. Let's say you have an audience for your farm. You have a social media channel. And this is how we tie all of this to marketing. Because marketing is about getting the word out. But it can also be a way to bring a community together. So let's say you have a social media channel for your farm. And you've got two or 3,000 followers, 5,000, 10 10,000, 20,000, whatever the number is. That's an audience. You don't have much, you know, it's kind of a, a, a very, they're there to hear, they, they follow you, they're, they're there when you have something to say, they listen. That's an audience. A community is a more engaged subset of that audience. We build community because community is so much more engaging Television stations have audiences. Businesses, in my opinion, are should be as much about community as they are about audience because as business owners, we have the opportunity to not only make money for ourselves, because yeah, that's business. Yeah, we're in business. We want to make money. But also to do good and provide good influence. And sometimes that influence is just fun or entertainment. But sometimes it's providing a product or a service that makes people's lives better or makes them healthier or whatever it is. And we can engage with a community. And that community, because they're engaged with you, they become some of your best salespeople because they like what you're doing and they tell people. Most of you are probably too too young to remember, but it used to be a com- old uh, uh, shampoo commercial about it. And she told two friends, and she told two friends, and she told two friends. And, you know, that's how, you know, it's called exponential marketing. But, you know, we hit, get this build of they told two friends, and they told, and then they. And so community can help us in marketing. And it gives us the opportunity to really engage with people and build something that is worthwhile. We built... You know, we built a community called SI Farmer. It's a marketing community. We built this because we really believed that we had an opportunity. We had the knowledge, the technical ability, and the passion to help people. That's what we wanted to do. We, look, we saw a segment of a market that was not being served very well. And we said, how can we help? Yeah. Here you go. My super secret question again. But... We, we talk about community because when we have community, it gives us the option or the ability to help other people. 
And if you can help somebody succeed, man, there's a, that's a great feeling. I mean, selfishly, man, when I have somebody tell me, man, you really helped me. I appreciate it. Man, that makes me feel good. It makes me, it makes me feel validated. And to that person, I help them, which means they're successful and they feel validated and they feel like they've done something positive and they've done a good job. And that validation may be, man, they were able to put food on the table or they were able to, you know, take a family vacation because their business was successful. And we started instead of we kind of flipped our, you know, say if we flipped it, but instead of marketing businesses, again, I've done that, still do it a little bit. As instead of going after it that way, we decided to do something different where we don't charge a lot of money. Don't charge a lot at all. This is not about making money. But we want to help people. And by providing a community where we can provide that not only knowledge and expertise, but also encouragement and a place where you can ask questions and not feel like, you know, man, I'm a dummy. Man, because I don't like to I don't like to seem like a dummy, but there are a lot of things in which I am a dummy. I've told you I've told the story before about, you know, when I first started farming, I know my friends and neighbors, geez, they would see me come and they're going, oh, Lord, here he comes. He's going to have a million questions. And I, I did. I was man, I was like dealing with a three year old. But community. They made me feel comfortable enough to ask those questions and not feel ridiculous. And so we built this community for that reason. Community has the power to be so much more. I mean, professionally, there are professional communities where you can join and talk to uh, uh, other people about the same challenges you're going on. There are spiritual communities. I mean, you know, talk about being part of something that helps you grow spiritually. You know, that's... It's a wonderful and safe place to be. You know, social communities, uh, you know, just having a group of people that you can go out and laugh and have some fun with. Those are great. And, you know, think about ways to serve. You know, we look in our community as a, in general, and we say, how can we help? But there are groups of people within communities, service organizations, philanthropic organizations, where we can say, and ask that question and get an answer. How can we help? All right. Head across the room there and start serving soup. Man, helping somebody who's less fortunate than you? Nothing wrong with that. But to kind of jump back and tie this into marketing again, communities, building an audience is, and I used to teach a lot about audience building. You know, when you, if you are a business and you're, I've heard one of our local farm businesses, not mine, but a local farm business here, advertise on the radio. Not a bad thing to do. I'm not against radio or television. Do a lot of work with radio and television. The point is when you advertise on radio and television or in a newspaper or wherever you're advertising, you're renting an audience that somebody else has built. When you build your social social uh, social networks, whether it's on Facebook or Instagram or 
you know, TikTok or, you know, Snapchat or any of these, when you build an audience so you have followers, now you have an audience. And you probably have a better targeted audience because those are all people interested in what you have to say. Now I take that audience after you've built it and think about turning that audience into a community. How can I help this group of people? What is something not, not just transactional where, you know, hey, buy, buy, my, buy the, the steaks that I have for sale or buy a half a cow. What can you do to help that community and make them better? You have a community. Audience. Community is kind of a, a more engaged subset of an audience. And I talk about this for small business all the time. Man, you can advertise, which is renting somebody else's audience. And we have to do that from time to time. That has to be part of our, you know, of our planning. But as we go on, we build our own audience. Now we don't have to spend money doing that. We can spend money on other things like growing community. Building a community can be difficult. It can. And one of the best examples I saw on how to get people, how to get people involved and build a community was having the generosity to ask for help. Call on other people's expertise and then let them help. Uh, I grew up out east. Uh, my mother was a music teacher at a Catholic school. We are not Catholic, but good, good folks where, where we lived. And the, when they started to build this school, they went to the, the congregation and they asked the plumbers and the electricians, contractors, asked them, said, hey, we need help. And they got help. The school got built. A lot of kids got a good education. But sometimes I think it's easy to forget. I think because of the, the personality types, the nature of, you know, we live in a rural area. We have to be self-reliant. It's just one of the things we have to do. That we sometimes we forget that it is sometimes kind to ask for help. I've been, uh, I've been at, you know, several charity things where we'll go and we donate our money and we sit and we have our supper and we get asked to join whatever it is. And, you know, but then never get asked to do anything. We volunteer to do stuff. We volunteer. But I think that mindset of being generous enough to ask for and receive help is an important thing in building a community. I mean, you get help and the other person gets gets validation from helping. Now, granted, you know, you can go too far with it. Don't don't, you know, don't just go out and ask for help for everything. I mean, there is something important to being self-reliant. But asking for help and then giving that person the benefit of saying, "Well, man, what do you know? What can you do?" is good. And building a community is about a shared core of values, a shared aggregation of information or, or knowledge or uh, 
you know, you know, I said values, but you know, it's that shared consciousness, you know, community is about what brings us together and what we have in common and celebrates those things without the downside of punishing the differences, you know, life's too short. It's, you know, communities about the things that, that bring us together, our commonalities, common unity. Remember the, the, the word? It's about the, the things that bring us together more than the things that divide us. Uh, one of the, you know, I think it's one of the, 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 the best things to do, in my humble opinion. I try not to be a judgmental person. And that goes in business and personal and you know, the rest of my life, I try to listen. And I, I heard somebody the other day call it industrial listening. I swear they used that term. But I like what they meant about it. They said, practice the art of listening. Listening to a lot of people around you without reacting. Without having that gut reaction. Listen. Absorb the information. Process it yourself. And then react the way you feel is appropriate. And that, that, that I, when they called it industrial listening, I thought it was kind of funny. But it's an interesting, interesting way to think about listening because, you know, when you're in a community, you have to think about more than just yourself in that community to be successful in it, to have a successful community. So we have to practice that art of industrial listening. We have to listen process and then react because again we want to celebrate the things that we have in common rather than what we have you know rather than the things that divide us so just my thoughts for the day community is so important when we market things when we live when you know it's good to be part of a community that I'm going to let you go today. You have a wonderful. Thank you so much for listening. I will catch you in the next one. Good luck. God bless.